Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hey guys, great to see you here at Healing Journeys Today. But we're going to talk about hope. And we're going to talk about hope. It's Holy Spirit, of course, teaching. And he told me, he asked me to speak on hope. But there was someone who emailed me. I'm not, I'm not sure if he watches, you know, Healing Journeys Today or Live at 5. But he asked me for, you know, hope. And I did a lot, you know, back in the day <laughs> on hope. But it was Holy Spirit. He said, yeah, just, just teach on hope. And it might be that I'm teaching on hope from a totally different uh, angle than other people do that, but that's okay. We're talking about hope and why hope? Because we do need hope. Um, you know, people think that I'm always, I was always when I was sick, you know, just uh, taking my authority in the name of Jesus and I'm paying you stop, rash, die in Jesus' name. You cannot dominate me like the whole day, but that was not the case, of course. I, I took my authority, I did that. I had to get rid of my unbelief because I was in natural unbelief. Um, and I had to, you know, do those those type of stuff, you know, get into the word. And that, that was actually what I did. But I also needed hope. But I'm not, I just want to go with me to um, Romans 4. And Romans 4 is just, yeah, one of my beloved. <laughs> I love so much from the word. <laughs> because the word is Jesus, right? So to me, I love Jesus so much. And there are just certain Bible verses, Bible scriptures. They just talk to us, you know, like they just light up every single time. Romans 4, um, and I'm going to start at first. Um, let me see. First, let's start at verse 16. But I want to go to somewhere else, but let's just build it up. And there it says, Romans 4, starting at verse 16, but... I'm going to go to a different verse. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace so that a promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham. That's us. Um, who is the father of us all. Ooh, thank you, Lord. As it is written, I've made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom you believe God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things we do not exist as though they did. Now, verse 18, this is actually the, the, the verse I want, wanted to get to. So this talks about Abraham. Listen, who contrary to hope, in hope believed. Now, I'm always someone, I'm always asking questions like, in what hope did he believe? You know, I'm like, what hope did he have? You know, Abraham. Now, if you go back to the story of Abraham, and Sarah, his wife, of course. Otherwise, how would he get a baby? He needed his wife as well. But this Abraham, this was not the new covenant. We're in the new covenant. You know, the New Testament, Jesus died for us on the cross. We have a whole, you know, Bible. We got a stack of Bible verses, Bible promises. Tell us that, you know, by his stripes we were healed. He took our infirmities, bore our sicknesses. You know, uh, he sent his word and healed us. What You know, um, uh, we serve the Lord of God and his blessing is on our food and water and he took sickness away from the midst of us. None shall miscarry, we bear in our land. You know, we live a full life friend. So there are so many Bible verses on health and healing. And Abraham did not have those. So there was not like he had this book 
he had speak my book or he had something to encourage him or something of there was not a bible he couldn't get to the internet like oh let's just type in i'm a hundred years of age my body's already dead you know those type of things no that was also not the case so where in what kind of hope did he believe i was always like but what was the hope now when you go back to the book of genesis you see that this man abraham was first called abram then god changed his name into abraham his wife was called sarai then changed her name into sarah with the age on the end that age was papa god himself placing himself within the name because in the hebrew that age it means something so he placed himself within their name so now their names were changed now it was abraham father of many nations and uh, she was uh, Sarah, meaning father, uh, father, mother of many. Kings would come forth from her. So now there it starts. But in what hope? What was his hope? That his name was changed, you know? What was his hope that he believed in? Who contrary to hope, in hope believed. And it was also not that he had it like we have it right now. When we say yes to Jesus, we have Jesus who comes and live on the inside of us. We, uh, go with me to Colossians 1, verse uh, 27. I don't know if I've got that one. Let me see. So Colossians 1, verse 27. This is what we got. But this man, Abraham, there was no internet. There was no different translation of the Bible. He had no Bible. What was the hope? What was the hope in his situation? His situation was that he could not have a child. He was already 100 years old. His body was already dead. If we read further down the line, it tells us since he was already 100 years of age. Now, his wife was already, her womb was dead. Let go with me again to uh, Romans 4 before we get to Colossians 1.27. Listen to this. Romans 4, now we're going to start at verse 18. Who contrary... To hope, in hope believed, and we're going to find out what that hope is, so that he became the father of many nations, so his name was Abraham, father of many nations, according to what was spoken, because God spoke that to him. God spoke that promise to him, so shall your descendants be. And we're going to get to everything that's here uh, in a little bit. Verse 19, and not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about 100 years old, nor the deadness of Sarah's womb. So we see here, Sarah's womb was dead, and he was already 100 years of age, and his body was already dead. So he saw it when he was shaving, he saw it when he was bathing, when he was putting on his clothes. He saw that body. He just did not consider it. But how come he had hope? Well, what was that hope that he believed in? We have a whole Bible. We got internet. We got Google. We got teachings. We got teachers. We got pastors. We got bishops. We got prophets. We got all those type of people, you know, who can tell us, who can show us. We have testimonies on YouTube. We got all those things, but he didn't have that. There was no one there who had a child uh, at the age of 100 years of age, you know. Well, they lived longer before prior to uh, Abraham, so they had ch uh, children, you know, later in life. But in his day and age, there was no YouTube to find out where is a testimony on this. 
So there was sickness there, right? There was there, there was death because this is the deadness of Sarah's womb. So something was, it died. It was dead. His body already dead. So this is, this goes beyond being sick, beyond being deceased, beyond, you know, those type of things. Okay. Let's go to Colossians 127. This is what we have. To them, God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Let's read it in a different, um, I just said, another translation, New Living Translation. For God wanted them to know that the riches and glory of Christ are for you, Gentiles, too. And this is the secret. Christ lives in you. This gives you assurance of sharing his glory. Okay, so uh, the other translations, they all say, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So here we can see that we got Jesus living on the inside. Abraham, Jesus didn't come yet. So Abraham did not have Jesus living on the inside of him. But still he had hope. Still he had hope. Oh, thank you for that hope, Lord. And listen to this uh, hope in Colossians uh, 1, 27, what it actually means. And it's so, I just, I just like it so much. Listen to this. Um, it's to anticipate usually with pleasure. So it's like hope is like an anticipation with pleasure. That's what, the, this from the Bible, who led the Bible. It's an expectation of confidence. So it's like a faith. It's hope. And I just love it so much that the Bible shows us this expectation of good. So hope is an expectation of good. But you can also have an expectation of evil, you know, fear. Um, listen to this joyful and confident expectation of eternal salvation. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that beautiful? Having hope, the author of hope. We know it's the Lord Jesus. Or he who is its foundation. So the foundation of hope itself. Or the thing hoped for. So hope, Bible hope, is everything I just showed you from the word. You can just Google it yourself. Get Blue Letter Bible yourself. Take Colossians 1, uh, 1 uh, 27. Check out what is that word hope in there means. It's a Greek word, LPs. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. That expectation of good. You know? Or the author of hope. It's Jesus. And we have him living on the inside of us. So we have hope. We have hope. But in what hope did Abraham believe? And where did that man find that hope? So we got all these things. We got the Bible. We got Bible verses. That's plural on healing. You know, he got one promise. So go with me to the book of Genesis and, and everyone who, you know, if you know me, if you heard me a lot, I love Genesis. <laughs> I just love the book of Genesis. And one day I was reading again in Genesis because there are always, always things that, you know, I find out, oh, it's here. What is this? So great. And I was reading it and I got so uh, super excited. And then I said to Papa God, I said, oh, someone should make a movie out of this because these things are really, you know, fit for a movie. And then Holy Spirit said, there are a lot of movies uh, 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 on uh, Genesis. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Well, I was just reading it as if I'd never read it before. 
So if you go with me to Genesis on, uh, chapter 15, and here we find certain tools that Papa gives us also because he, Abram is the father of us all. You know, we are the fate of Abram. And the thing is, he shows us where you can get hope. So maybe your situation, it is without hope. Maybe you also have a body already dead. I don't know. But Papa God knew this before. And even in the Old Testament, he shows us a man who was childless. They got their child. But where did they get the hope first? Now listen to this. Uh, Genesis chapter 15. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram. So I told you it was first Abram and later became Abraham in a vision saying, do not be afraid, Abram. Okay. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. So first things first, don't fear. Because I showed you what hope, Bible hope is. It's like you have a hope, you have a, you have a faith, you have a trust, you know. I showed you last time you have to trust and rely on Papa God. Okay. Why? Because the I am, that's why Papa God says, I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. Okay. But Abraham said, this is verse 2. But Abraham said, Lord God, what will you give me? Seeing, I go childless because seeing with my eyes, I don't see a child. Seeing, I go childless. And then he talks about, and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. Verse 3, then Abraham said, look, you've given me no offspring. So now he's talking to Papa God and he says, look, look, look. Um, it's very great that you tell me, don't be afraid. I am your shield and your great, your exceedingly great reward. But hey. I'm seeing with my eyes that I go childless. So he had no hope. There was not really a faith there, a confidence. Look, you have not given me uh, offspring. Indeed, one born in my house is my heir. So he thought that Eliezer of Damascus, that, that servant was his heir, but that was not the heir. Listen to this. And behold, this is verse four. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him saying, so the word of the Lord came to him saying, who is that word? Well, the word is Jesus, of course. And when Papa God spoke that word, it was Jesus speaking also to Abraham, Abraham. Listen to this saying. So it, it was focalized saying, this one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. Then he brought him outside and said, look now toward the heaven and count the stars if you're able to number them. And he said to him, so shall your descendants be. So what did Papa God do to give him hope? And this is the hope. So contrary to hope, in hope he believed, you know, he just believed in a hope. Well, how did Papa God gave him that hope? What was one of the first things? First things first, don't be afraid. That's the first thing. Don't be afraid. Because he that I am is your sure and your exceedingly great reward. So that's the first thing. Don't be afraid. Secondly, the word of the Lord came to Abram saying, now, we also have the word, and we can speak it. We can also vocalize it. And he spoke a promise. So there was, when we say a Bible first, he spoke a promise 
to this man, Abram. It was still Abram at this time. And then, because he knows that Abram is looking in the natural, and in natural, there is no hope to receive a child no more. So he gave him some hope by giving him vision, by opening up his eyes, his eyes of faith, so his eyes of hope, he opened up his eyes and he took something so practical, something that was already there for years and years and years and it's still here. Look up to the heavens, you know. Uh, one day I told you I'm a life transformation coach and just a simple uh, tip is always when you feel discouraged and you feel like, oh, depressed and burned out, look up, look up. You know, and it comes from the word. Look up to the heaven. And to Abraham, he said, look at the stars, if you can count them. Can you number them? So he, can, he cannot count the stars. There were numerous stars there. So shall your descendants be. Oh, wait a minute, Papa God. <laughs> hold up, hold up. The man is childless. And you're saying to him, so shall your descendants be. There's not even one child. <laughs> There's not one child. And if they would get one child, will it be a male child? You know, so there is no child. But Papa God spoke. And the words coming from Papa God's mouth gave him hope. These were, these were the things he held on to and it became his hope. But it's the word of Papa God it came to him saying, we also have that. And we have even better covenant, you know, because Jesus, he died for us. And now he lives in us, Christ in us, the hope of glory. He's alive in us. If the Bible talks about the word saying that the word is alive and powerful, you know, that word is in you, alive and powerful, so you can have hope. And you also can have vision. I, I talk a lot also about vision boards, maybe not here at Healing Journeys today. In my own ministry, I talk about that vision boards, have vision. Because let me tell you, I also needed hope at one time. Because the Bible tells us in the book of Proverbs, I think Proverbs 13, and it talks about that um, I think Proverbs 13, 5 or 13, 4, that hope deferred makes the heart sick. Well, the thing is, when hope is deferred, the expect, because hope is an expectation. So if it's deferred, if it's like it's taken a long time, it actually can make you sick. But that was the Old Testament. Now we have a hope that goes beyond whatever hope the world can have or, you know, people can have the natural hope. This hope that we are having now, it's a spiritual hope that can never die out. And it's now living on the inside of us. We can tap into that every single time. And we also have it in like a textbook form, the Bible. And we got scriptures on scriptures on scriptures on scriptures on a promises promising you that you are by his stripes you were healed promising you and that these promises and i'm talking about these bible verses they are already done 
So it's finished, you know? So it's not, not like it will happen one day. No, the day had already come 2,000 years ago on the cross. Jesus said, you know, it is finished. So we got even better and more hope, but he actually had the same hope. Now listen to this. This is what Papa God told him. And he said, so shall your descendants be. You see the Papa God, he wants us to walk by faith, but we need that hope. So he gives us that hope. He gave us the Lord Jesus. He gave us the, you know, the word and Holy Spirit, uh, and, uh, 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 all the words, sorry, uh, 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 all the word, it's God breathed. It came out of Papa God's mouth, out of his breath. That's where the word came forth. And Holy Spirit, he's the author of scripture. So he's also living on the inside of you. Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Man, he's right there with you. So you got the Lord Jesus. Galatians 4 talks about that, how Papa God sent for the spirit of his son into our hearts so we can cry out, Abba, Father, tells us that we're no longer slaves, you know. So we got the Lord Jesus. We got Papa God. We got Holy Spirit right here. It's right here. It's right here. It is in your spirit being. So we see here that this man, Abram, not even, he was not even Abraham yet. It was Abram. He received that promise. And Papa God gave him some tools. One, don't be afraid, you know, because, and he tells you why, he tells a, uh, why a, Abram should not be afraid because I am your shield and your exceedingly great reward. Okay, then he also shows him, he, uh, he gives him the word, you know, the word that came forth saying, so shall your descendants be. He gave him vision. Look at the stars. If you can number them, so shall your descendants be. Listen to what this Abram, no, not even Abraham yet says. And he believed in the Lord and he accounted it to him for righteousness. So you see, there's something that Abraham also did. Even with hope, we need to believe in that hope. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Okay, when you're sick, you need some hope. When you're just like Abraham, you know, there is no hope. My body is dead. Uh, the diagnosis is is dead. Uh, the, this is so. So when you're between a rock and a hard place, do you know it's not a dead end? That's what the Bible tells us. So we need that hope. So this Abram shows us how we need to be, uh, how you say that, believing in hope. Now, listen to this, because in um, Genesis chapter 17, and it's a bit much, so I cannot, you know, go and just, you know, talk about it all. But there's another thing that Papa God gives him, and that is the covenant, because uh, Genesis chapter 17, when Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am almighty God. So he shows him who he is. I am. Again, I am. I am almighty God. And just a side note here, um, in the world, they say uh, the strongest uh, uh, way to say something is to start with I am. They, they understand that and they run with that. Now we have the I am, that I am living on the inside of us. We got the word from the I am that I am. So you can say, I am healed. I am whole. I am healthy. I am restored. I am, you know, alive. I am living. I shall live and I die. But that I am is so strong. 
well, the world found that out. Are we going to use it? I always do it. So, but are we going to use it? But that was just a side note. Okay. Walk before me and be blameless. I will make my covenant between me and you and will multiply you exceedingly. So you will multiply me. I don't even have a child. He's saying it again with different wording. So he's building up that hope, but that, that hope stirs up that faith. Isn't it beautiful? Hope, 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 hope. And the hope is Jesus ah, living on the inside of us. Okay. Then Abraham fell on his face and God talked with him saying, as for me, behold, my covenant is with you and you shall be a father of many nations. And now it comes no longer shall you, shall your name be called Abraham, but your name shall be Abraham for I have made you. And it's actually the same for us. Do you know that while I'm speaking teaching the word, taking it from the word, this testimony of Abraham and Sarah. Do you know it's got hope on the inside of it? It should bring you hope. Okay. And then he says, for I've made you father of many nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful and I will make nations of you. Kings shall come from you and I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants. Now, And then it shows us, if you go and read further, that Papa God made a covenant with him. And within that covenant, he even made uh, Abraham fall asleep. So actually, Papa God, he hold, he held up that covenant. But this is the old covenant. You know, this is the Old Testament. We have a new covenant. Now, Jesus, you know, <laughs> he is that middleman between us and Papa God. Jesus gave us um, covenant words. He showed us and he said, oh, by my stripes, you were healed. That is your covenant with Jesus. So it's not, yeah, but Papa God came to Abraham, changed his name. I cannot change my name. Don't be afraid. This is written down for our testimony. This is here so that we can also tap into that. And we got the greatest thing, Christ in us, the hope of glory. So we got that hope. Okay, so this man, Abraham and Sarah, they got the promised child, even though the body was already dead, you know, but they got Isaac, Isaac meaning laughter. And it was not that they were perfect in everything they did, Abraham and Sarah, because there, there came an Ishmael. There came a baby born from one of the handmaidens of, of Sarah, and that was flesh. God never told them to do that. That was flesh. But it, it still told us that Abraham believed Papa God. So he believed the words, but he still went into Hagar and they got an Ishmael. And that Ishmael was not the heir Papa God was talking about. Isaac was. Now, all of a sudden, Papa God showed up. You know, these three men showed up and uh, with them was Papa God. And then Abraham, you know, he was like, oh, come sit, eat, you know, and drink before you pass by, please. And, and then Papa God said, well, I will visit uh, Sarah. And that means actually that Sarah, you know, she would conceive, but he would visit Sarah. And after uh, the time of life, so nine months later, they would have a baby. And Sarah even laughed. And a lot of people think, oh, she laughed in unbelief. She did not. That was not unbelief. Also, uh, Abram was not in unbelief because the Bible tells us. So he did not waver, you know. 
at the promise in unbelief. But the thing is, I want to get to hope and not unbelief, but hope. So this Abraham, even in the Old Testament, Jesus had not come yet. There was no Holy Spirit living in the body of an Abraham. Abraham's body was already dead since he was 100 years of age. Sarah, Sarah had deadness in her womb. Her womb was dead. So that's why. And, and that's actually the reason why Sarah gave Hagar or Hagar to Abraham, thinking maybe God will give me a son through Hagar. There came a son, but it was not the son that Papa God said would be the heir, would be the one. Okay, and now Papa God comes, you know, himself at the house, you know, shows up at the house of Abraham. And isn't that the same thing? Jesus came as a man of flesh and blood. So Jesus showed up at your house. You can see it like that because Jesus came 2,000 years ago already. He showed up, flesh and blood, you know, and he went that road. And he said, it is finished. So every single thing that you find in these Bible stories is also for you. It's not just a story. I will make you a great nation. It's now we are a great nation. You, you can say, I am a great nation. You know, I am exceedingly great rewarded. You can say those things now. You can take it from the word, make it personal for you. Now, this man's body was already dead. Old Testament, already dead. Then it's a Sarah's womb. But they got their child, Isaac. They got their laughter back. They got the joy. But, you know, do you see? There was hope. There was hope there. Even though there was no Bible. With all the Bible verses on health and healing. Well, there was hope. Okay. Let me go to, let me look at the time. Okay. Let me go to some Bible verses with you. That I really think are key verses on hope. And, uh, oh yeah, this is also a side note. But it, it. Yeah, it tags along here. You know, when the, the Bible tells in Proverbs 13 that hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a desire accomplished, you know, it's 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 sweetened to our soul, sweetness to our soul. Um, the thing is, this is the old testament. We're in the new testament, so new covenant. In the new covenant, it talks about we can talk to our hearts, we can talk to our soul. So I always tell myself, no, if things you know, I have to wait for a long time. And for me, I also was sick. For the people who don't know, um, in 2009, I got cancer. I took the chemo and the radiation because I didn't know that I could take authority. That I, had, you know, as a believer, I had authority. I didn't know. I didn't know it was already done. I didn't know those type of things. So I took it. It wrecked my body. My body got worse after that. And what happened was this type of pain started to develop gradually became worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse like horrific pain in my body um uh, adhesions um uh rash on my legs there were so many things uh, uh blood flow that came because i was uh, how do you say that um the radiation uh because of the radiation vomiting diarrhea the, the list goes on and on and there was so much sometimes i forget how much it was, and Holy Spirit, he has to tell me again, or oh, this was up, so it was a lot. But the thing was, I also needed hope. You know, when you see your body like that, it's no fun. When you feel the pain like that, it's no fun. When you see symptoms getting worse and getting more symptoms, 
it's no fun. When you take your authority and you see the pain leaving but coming back, it's not funny. So I had all those things happening, a lot of things more besides my physical condition. And, you know, on, um, in my heart, there was this whole whoo, pain. And, oh, there were so many things from things that happened in the past, you know, abuse, misuse, and all those type of things. And I there was also depression. There was burnout feeling, you know, because I always took care of other people's children, my own children. I always was, you know, taking care of. So there was so much going on, and a lot, a lot. And I also needed hope. So where did I get my hope from? Do you know I got it from this Bible story? I got it. That's why I love the book of Genesis so much. I can always cry when I think about that. But I'm not going to cry because if I'm going to cry, thinking about this Bible story giving me the hope, I will bawl. I cry. <laughs> you cannot get it to stop because I just praise the Lord for the word. I now have a Bible. You know, I became a very thankful person. I was like, Thank you so much, Lord Jesus, for the word, for being the word. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for your blood. Thank you for the redemption. And uh, thank you for the forgiveness of sins. I was there crying, crying, crying. So thankful. Thankful to Papa God, you know, for showing up because they showed up in my life. Oh, man, I want to cry. <laughs> showing up in my life, giving me hope through the word, and giving me hope through visions and very practical, very simple visions. I didn't really look at the stars. Sometimes I did. I just sat at my window um, uh, and I had, you know, I have a big window uh, in my um, bedroom and I saw the stars, not as many as Abraham saw, but that gave me hope. You know, the stars are still here. So what you did for Abraham and Sarah, you also do for me. So I got my hope. I got my hope also through teachings, you know, uh, a certain teachings, they just gave me hope and a lot of testimonies. You know, in Revelation, it talks about it. We have overcome, that's, that's the devil, the wicked one, uh, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So that word of our testimony, you know, it, it does something, but also other people's testimony. So what I did to get my hope was tell myself my testimonies. I would encourage myself. I would talk about and, and I still do that. And uh, I did it like two days ago, I think, with my daughter. And we were just sitting and just crying and crying and crying. Not crying because hope before it makes the heart sick, that our heart is sick. No, no, no. I can talk to my heart and say, no, 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 heart. <laughs> you're not, you know, you're not going to be troubled. I commend you unperturbed, undisturbed. I commend you in hope. I commend you in faith. I commend you sure because I believe in God and I believe in Jesus. But we were just crying because we said to ourselves, we, we were speaking to uh, uh, one another, like, we have to do this so much more because of all the things he did for us. So we were expounding on what he already did. That is testimony. That is, you know, you're monstering up, actually. You're bringing that hope that is already in the inside. You're bringing it out. So that's how also uh, I get hope. Because what I have here on the inside, all those testimonies, I'm talking about it. If you find someone else having a testimony and it concerns your situation, you talk about it. You look at it. You know, um, uh, uh, I had visions, very practical, very simple. Holy Spirit, he just told me when I was so sick, when I looked like death, there was no life in my eyes anymore. He said, take a picture 
of yourself. And I took pictures of myself where I wasn't sick. And I just, you know, uh, uh, printed them out and I placed them on, on the mirror. I placed them on my, uh, how do you say that, closet. I placed them on every place where my eyes, you know, would see it. And I saw myself and I was looking at myself and I was seeing myself whole, healthy and healed. He told me to look into the mirror. I didn't want to do that, but he wanted me to have that hope. So I'm just showing you. And then, and, and these are all things coming from this story. He gave me covenant words. First Peter 2.24, it's my covenant word. It's my covenant with him. And just like Abraham, you know, when he made his covenant, he was asleep. So when Jesus was on the cross, I was asleep. It was not me on the cross. It were not my stripes. It was not, he, he conquered. And now I'm more than a conqueror over sickness, over death, over disease, over illness, over illness. I got that hope through that covenant, through the promises of the word, because the word also came to me, like the word is now also coming to you. So, oh man, it's so much. It's so I, I, I'm so happy. But listen to these Bible verses, Jeremiah 17, 7, and I just love that one because this is one I also had in my printed out version, you know. Oh, man, it's so good. Um, <laughs> Jeremiah 17, 7 and 7, you know, being perfect, being oh, being so good. Blessed is the man or woman who, tr who trusts in the Lord. I spoke on trust and relying on the Lord uh, last session. And whose hope is the Lord. So my hope became the Lord. You got the Lord. You got the Lord Jesus Christ in you, the hope of glory. Woo, woo, woo. Abram did not even have that. Abram did not have my books, you know, speak, uh, get pregnant with the word and, and encourage yourself. He did not have those things. We got those things, you know. Great. So Jeremiah 77. So you just, every single Bible first I'm, I'm going to uh, talk, uh, not talk about, but read. You can go back and get that hope from that word for yourself. It's your covenant. It's the word of Papa God that he speaks to you and you can vocalize it. I started to vocalize it. Okay, so listen to this. And I really love Romans 15, 4. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were, were written for our learning that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. So the hope is in the scriptures. Isn't that beautiful? I love it so much. 2 Thessalonians 2.16. Now, our Lord Jesus Christ is himself. I hear my grandbaby crying. <laughs> so I'm a little bit uh, distracted. Now, our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which had loved us and had given us everlasting consolation and good hope. So not just hope, good hope. Through what? Through grace. We have that grace. So you have good hope. You got that good hope. Oh, man, I want to read all of them to you. But that would be a bit too much. The last one, Romans 8, 24. For we are saved by hope. Ah, we got that hope. Who saved us? Jesus, the word. He is the hope. Christ in you, the hope of glory. So we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen it's not hope. Well, what a man see it, why, why does he yet hope for it? So that hope, you got that hope alive, living on the inside of you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. You got this word 
It's got a hope on the inside of it. Go and read the story of Abraham and Sarah in the book of Genesis. It's beautiful. Check out that they got their boy Isaac. He's the child born of the free, born from the spirit. You know, that is Isaac. He is here. And Isaac has got he's got his own story, of course. But no, and check out Romans 4, starting at first. I start always starting for 16, 17, and then boom. Verse 18, you go and read it for yourself. It's not Cindy said. Cindy was teaching and that's why. No, you got that hope living on the inside of you. You can also see the steps that Papa God took with Abraham, who was still Abram. So even before it was Abraham, Abram. So first, first things first, do not be afraid. Just let go of the fear, you know, because the I am, he's your shield. He's your exceedingly great reward. He's your healer. He's your provider. He's your provision. He's your encourager. He's your encouragement. You know, he's your testimony. He's the, you know, he's the hope. He's the glory. He's the word. He's the life. He's the life giver. He's alive. You know, you got that. Then you take that word, take those promises. We got promises. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. We got promises, plural, not one promise, one promise. He had one promise, just one promise. But we got promises on health and healing concerning your situation. Is it incurable? Jeremiah 30, verse 17, he cured the incurable, <laughs> you know, is it wounds on the inside? He he bound up their wounds. He healed their wounds. You know, whatever it is, he sent his word. He sent his Jesus. And you know what Jesus did? He healed us. Oh, man. So you can get that word and focalize that word. So you, I'm giving you all tools to get your hope flowing, you know? Encourage yourself in the Lord and everything he did for you. And if you don't find within you within your memory things he did for you i got so much i was just crying 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 um <laughs> you know and it was not just on health and healing it was on everything and it just it just hope will flow faith will flow but hope will also flow and if you haven't got it yourself go to you to find testimonies one thing i i did I watch healing journeys, the, the not healing journeys, <laughs> but the healing journey videos that you can find on awmi.net. And they got so much more because new ones are coming like by the day, you know? Man, check those things out. I was just watching them and there were there will always be people who speak more to you than others. I got my cash, the guy just spoke my language. It was like he had the thing he could see it. Where did he get his hope from, you know? And, you know, it was just so great that this, this man had this tumor here. If you haven't seen his healing journey, go and check it out. You can also find it on YouTube. The thing was here. He could see it. He could feel it. He could, you know. But the thing got smaller after he understood, man, I'm already healed. <laughs> so Miss Julian Hartman, man, you know, the way she walked her house, she was talking my language. I was walking my house with the word. I took time out with the word. So those videos, they will give you hope. Nikki Ochinski, you know, that was the first one that I saw. The girl, it was like, 
what didn't she have that was wrong with her? And she got, you know, the injury. She got uh, 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 in that car accident, wasn't even their fault, but the girl got sick. And check this out. She got healed. Man, this was just my language. And now she's Nikki Oshensky-Weller, and she's she has children. She even also has her own uh, story about how uh, they they uh, received, you know, their children because that was difficulty. So you see, and I also, it's not just, oh, I've been healed from pain a few years back and that's it. No, I still, I got so many testimonies, you know, after that, because sometimes things, they also want to hit me, but I know how to get my hope from, you know? So I also had to get hope. So don't think, oh, I need to be perfect. And I need to, you know, I, I need to stop that. I also needed hope, but I got my hope from the word. I encouraged myself, became a very thankful person, you know, just talking about the things Papa God did to me. You can go and check out healing journeys or just testimonies on YouTube because I also just, I watch miracle testimonies. I watch things that were just hope giving, you know, that's all I'm talking about. These things get your, your hope stirred up. Wow, the time flies so fast. But the thing is, today I showed you, you got hope living on the inside. Abraham, before he was Abraham, he never had that. When he became Abraham, he never had that. Sarah, she never had it. But still, they got the, the, the child. They got Isaac. Old Testament. We're in the New Testament. Oh, man. We got books. We got the internet. We got testimonies of other people. You can, you, we got Pinterest, you know. You can just, uh, uh, how do you say that? Pin it, and then you can print it out. and. Tape it on your wall. You can do, you can go crazy with vision boards. You, that's also hope, you know? Oh, but Cindy, I don't have pictures of myself being healed, whole and healthy. Find someone who looks like you. Find someone, uh, uh, maybe you like their, the way their body is whole, healed and healthy. It looks so, you know, full of strength. Place your head on it. We got pick collage, you know? <laughs> then we got so many things that we can use. Oh, yeah, but Cindy's difficult for me because we got a lot of excuses, but we live in a time that you can tap into hope almost everywhere, but you can also tap into fear. You can also tap into, you know, everything that's negative. Had an expectation of good hope because it's good hope because Jesus is good, right? He is our hope. Well, let me leave it at this because I can just go on and on and on and on. And these Bible verses that I gave you at the end, oh man, there's so many more. Yeah, I always get excited from the word. So I'm giving you hope today. You're not alone because he will never leave you nor forsake you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. There's not a situation too severe that Jesus Christ cannot or will not or has not already done it. No matter the type of sickness, disease, ailment, we got a story. This guy's body, Abraham's body was already dead. He was a hundred years old. And the uh, Sarah, his wife, there was deadness in her womb. But by faith, Sarah herself conceived seed. You know, so by faith, she judged Papa God faithful. She, she just had hope. You know, it was just, she had hope. And that hope turned into faith, you know, and that faith turned into the desired results. So 
take your hope today. This is like your hope pill. <laughs> LR says, could I have prayer for whatever is causing pain in my knees and tendons to my knees to be healed? Well, in the name of Jesus, I command your knees and whatever the pain is, I bind the pain with the sources. I command to stop, stop it in Jesus name. And I command your pain, uh, the pain in your knees to get out in Jesus name. Get out and stop. Stop living. Stop rooting. Stop breathing in Jesus' name. I'm talking to the pain. And I just speak your knees blessed. I speak knees without pain in Jesus' name. And also your tendons in Jesus' name. I command them perfectly working without pain, moving normally, working perfectly in Jesus' name. I command your whole body blessed in Jesus' name. And all the, if there's too much weight, you know, uh, pushing on the knees. I speak that that weight would just, you know, go um, uh, uh, to not push on the knees like that in Jesus' name. Uh, Rachel says, key is worship and, and thanksgiving. Yeah, that, that is just, that is key. And that's all, yeah. Yes, Rachel, we have to let go of all fear. Don't be afraid. I, I just love that. Papa God is so simple, so great. Uh, let me see. Someone has, I'm more than a conqueror because Jesus Christ, and that's right. And you know that in, in that Bible verse, I'm more than a conqueror in Romans 8. The thing is, it's actually, I'm more than a defeater. I'm more than a champion. I'm more than a hero. So it's so much more than just conquer and conquer is already great. So just check the word out. And I'm speaking that hope just fills you up in your soul and in your heart and your mind and your life in Jesus name. Every single one of you who hears this message, hope just breaks through in the name of Jesus. Oh man, thank you, Lord Jesus, for being our hope. You're so good. Luz, hi, Cindy. My son, Andrew, and myself will get our vaccine tomorrow. I ask a prayer of agreement that everything is going to be okay. And there will be no side effects in the name of Jesus. Well, in Jesus' name, just, just don't be in fear and those type of things. Just let that go because no need, you know. I just speak in agreement with you that there's no side effects in the name of Jesus. Nothing, nothing in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And if you feel something, see something, you say, no, because we've spoken in agreement, no side effects. So side effects, keep quiet, stop <laughs> in Jesus' name. Brenna, hope is all you have. And that's right now you have that hope. Take it, eat it, drink it. Hope is in the word, but you also have hope on the inside. And that hope will turn into faith and that faith will turn into the side result. Amen. Hope springs eternal, Terry. That's right. Let me see. Yes, I receive knees, tendons, prayer. Amen. Take it. Yes, take it for yourself. I command knees yield in Jesus' name. Tendons work properly in Jesus' name. Amen. I pray for my children to be delivered from symptoms of autism. Um, is it Ainsley of Ainsley? Ansley and Joshua, beautiful names. Well, in the name of Jesus, that spirit of autism, I bind you over these children right now. Stop. And I command you, get out in Jesus' name. And autism, you don't have ground there. They are perfect gifts, good gifts from the Lord. So I speak in the name of Jesus that their minds work properly in Jesus' name and every, everything in their body aligns to perfection, how Papa God made them in the name of Jesus. 
And I speak a blessing over them in Jesus' name. They're healed. You have perfectly whole, healthy children in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Every symptom, get out. Uh, let me see. Ringing in ears to stop now. Well, ringing ears, stop it. You need to stop. You have no choice but to stop. Because we bind you in the name of Jesus. Tina, prayer request, please. The test in my heart show, showed right. Main coronary artery is not in the right place. Well, main uh, coronary artery, get back into place in Jesus' name in the right place. You have a stress test next uh, Wednesday. No stress here because he delivered you from the stress uh, uh, in the name of Jesus. Why? No. Well, well, I cannot give an advice, but I just speak your heart is perfect in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Come in line in Jesus' name. Uh, let me see. They cannot understand what happens. Pray that I have peace. Well, I speak peace to you. Keep your mind on the word of God. Keep your mind on this whole. Keep your mind on that. And Papa God will keep you in perfect peace. When we, as brethren, you know, we are the brethren. We are brothers and sisters. When we think of things that are just, true, noble, uh, pure, uh, lovely, of good report, virtuous, praiseworthy. When we meditate on those things, you know, that the God of peace is with us. You know, the things we learned and received and heard and saw Jesus do. These things we do. So that peace will never leave you nor forsake you because Jesus is our peace and he never leaves us nor forsakes us. I speak peace to you in the name of Jesus and rest about it all. Yes, get into the word. Get your hope and your peace and your rest from here, from the word in Jesus' name. Yeah, but even if those symptoms come at once, then they can also go at once in Jesus' name. If they come gradually, they can also go gradually, but it goes, can also go at once. So symptoms, they're losers. We're not looking at them like, ooh. No, we're looking at Jesus like, ooh. Symptoms just die out in Jesus' name. You came at once, you die at once in Jesus' name. Pray for complete healing from that I will be mobile uh, and get out of bed, no pain. Well, we bind that pain in the name of Jesus. And I commend you mobile because that's the way Papa God made you, that you will walk, talk, jog, run, you know, do everything that you couldn't do in Jesus' name. I commend your muscles, your joints, your, your marrow, your nerves, your, your bones, everything to align with the word of God in Jesus' name. Right now, body, I commend you, listen, and you do as the word tells you to do in Jesus' name. And I commend those things to physically manifest in the name of Jesus. Um purpose for do you take invitation to minister oh yes i do yeah i do that let me see <laughs> uh jasmine prayer for complete healing in my body from pain in the head and neck and groin to make whole in jesus name well i i commend it going whole in jesus name i commend your body from head to toe and everything in between i commend it whole and I command restored i commend whatever uh damage was done i commend that repaired in the name of jesus and the, the every single pain, type of pain, I command you, die out, I bind you, stop in Jesus' name. Thank you, Papa God, for the, the healing and the health that just flows from these uh, the teachings from the word into the bodies in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. What five books would you recommend in healing? Oh, that, that's very difficult because... There are so many great teachers. They all got books and not just five. They got so many books. Yeah. You know, the books of 
Andrew Womack is <laughs> just one of my, uh, a few of my fellow um, Healing Journey Today teachers, they have books. Ooh, what books? It's difficult because Kennedy Hagen has books on healing. They're profound. Charles Capps, profound. I got books, profound. <laughs> so it's, it's very difficult to say which one you should read. I mean, Barry Bennett, he's got a book out, uh, now a new book out, Profound Teacher. Uh, man, that, that's very difficult to say. Just check out those teachers. Um, and then uh, sometimes you can read a little bit of their books. What speaks more to you? And also ask Holy Spirit because he knows your situation, what books are good. You know, and the woman because God wants you well. There's so many books, so it's so difficult. Yes, Charles Cavs, yeah. Yeah, better way to read. That's why it, there's so many great books. I cannot just, I'm so sorry. But Kennedy Hagen, Charles Cavs, Andrew Warren, Barry Bennett, Greg Moore. I mean, there's so many. I can just the whole crew from Karis Bible College. Um, I got books. Uh, uh, um, Nicole Marbach has books. Uh, uh, Teresa Otelling has books. Man, the list is too long. And there are so many more, you know. Man, guys, I have to go. Thank you so much, everyone who thanks me. I think it's so sweet and so kind when people thank me or when I pray for people and you thank me. It's so it's so kind. Thank you so much. All glory to Papa God. Love you guys. Bye-bye. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.